all tea, no shade, um, Tony L and J, what type of tea they serving, is it Lipton, probably the type that Kermit be sipping, take your mouth and start the clicking, this dope trio delivering substance, with subjects that's busting, um, make you wanna join the discussion, real people, real topics, with a little bit of gossip, out in the bay, ripping 8 one tray, uh, it's all tea, no shade, all tea, no shade, ladies and gentlemen, May I have your attention, please? Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? You can say what up, too. Hey. <laughs> welcome to All Tea No Shade Podcast, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. So pull up a tea. seat and let's start the sip session. Well, we first have to start the sip session. Say hi to our special guest. Hey. Do you want to introduce yourself to the Hola. people? Of course, of course. Hola. Speak a little Spanish. My name <laughs> is don't. Bridget. No. Not even a little bit. I, just, I thought you were I'm working on your my Spanish Duolingo. for yeah. Cuba. See, she be listening to me on my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. You flood timelines. Um, so yeah, my name is Bridget Bridget Simmons, otherwise known as Bridget the Go Coach. So, hey, yeah, here I am. What's a Go Coach? A Go Coach. I help people and businesses go confidently in the direction of their dreams. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I need some go direction. <laughs> go direction. We all need he, direction. He needs all of it. Yeah, we are gonna delve into that a little. We bit. We gonna delve into we that a little bit. We need to get you a bit. pre-work pre-work yeah, coach yeah, before yeah. you get to my level. But first yeah. things first. Yes. <laughs> What's the first thing first? Let's just go ahead and jump into the. Who am I? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's, what's the score right now? Because last week I wasn't here and I had a fill-in. And she did an amazing job, by the Your way. Your fill-in held you down. So the score is 11, J. Is it 12? No, I think 12. it's 12. I think it's 12. 12. You so honest. If you're giving it to Ivy, it's, it's 12. It's 12, J. And it is 5. Damn, Tony. you only got 5, Tony? And oh, I got oh, 6. Hold on, hold on. It should have been Wait, 6. I got 6. Because <laughs> L... Gave us some wrong advice again. I didn't give no dang uh, wrong advice. Go back to the last episode, guys, and listen to it. Uh-oh. Yo, Tony is, fact checker. Tony salty. is He's so salty. salty. He's the worst. My Roseanne Barber black. Well, we're going we're gonna to see. <laughs> Did you see she said she was brown? Did you see that? No, she said that. She said she's brown skin. She crazy. I cannot. So we're going to see if Bridget can hold it down. Bridget came in here talking some shit when she sat I down. She was like, on one of the episodes, I got tired before y'all did. So we're going to find out <laughs> if she can do it right now. Yes, because I give good clues. Bridget, I don't lose the girls. All right. <laughs> I'm not a girl. It's a good thing. I'm listening. Let's go. <laughs> this person is a lady. She is an. Let me get closer to the mic. Yo, y'all gotta see how they look at me right now. She's an actress. She's also a singer. She was highly acclaimed for both, but more so for her singing. No. Um, Jennifer Lopez. She's from the East Coast. No. Jennifer Lopez is more acclaimed for her singing. Tony Braxton. No. Fantasia. No. Fantasia's not an actress. Keisha Cole. She's not She's actress. No. See, they be forgetting the key things. All right. She's from the East Coast. She was in a band and then she went solo. She both both avenues did extremely well. Her band was the top of the top. Her well, her group. And was, it, was she part of the Pussycat Dolls? No. Janet Jackson. No. <laughs> what band was Janet a part of? Michael. No. No, oh she was never part Tony, of the Jackson. Now I don't see why you have five. See, this is why y'all be. Ooh, ooh, not going to I'm about to pull out my belt. Oh. <laughs> East Coast. She was a part of a band. Yes. Um, she was a good actor. She's currently 43. It had to be old school. You're talking about a band. 43. Mm. Um, she's black or white? Band. She's black. 
All right, I'm gonna Where give you guys. Where from the East Coast is she from? I'm gonna give you it guys. Gotta be New York. Area. I'm gonna give you guys both three questions that you could ask me. Okay. Okay. All right. So who wants to go first? I ain't got no question. Um, <laughs> what was the name of the band? I uh, know. That'll give it away. That's <laughs> so silly. Three what? Three what? Where is she from? What specifics? New state? Jersey. Totally New, New Jersey. York area. I really don't know who this is. Um, Forty-three years old, black girl. Is she still singing? She had a band. She, she sang, is still singing. Forty-three years old. But no, has not come out with a record in a minute. Okay. Mm. But she's still singing. All right. And she acted. Is it Lauren Hill? Yes! Wow! Nice! Nice! Wow! Lauren Hill has not been showing up to concerts recently, and that's why she's in L's. Yeah, so as you know, it's always connected to pop culture. So Lauren Hill recently has been in the news because, A, she's canceled three of her tours, but she's also recently been doing the Lauren Hill, which is showing up four hours late to her actual tour and then only performing for 45 minutes, allegedly. So I don't even know why. I don't even know why people continue to want to see her. For real, off that one album. I mean, it's so good, though. Like, I would would live live to listen to Lauren Hill, like, sing it, like, the way she's supposed to sing it. But she keeps doing all these weird covers of her own songs. Well, someone said that she doesn't really own the rights to her own song. So that's That's why why she keeps remixing the hell out of it. Remix of them when she's Uh, out loud. Yeah, because, like, when she. Last time I saw her, it was um, uh, Jazz in the Gardens years and years ago. Right. She came late. Like, we packed Super up our chairs and was on our way out. And then she came and she gets on stage. We're like, finally. And then she's like, it's funny how money changed the situation. She's like singing off fast. I'm like, what is she singing? I can't even wow. sing along. That ruins it because I want to sing. Like, no. I'm going to you the Beyonce concert, play. clearly. Yeah. And so she just dropped the album. I've been listening to it nonstop because I want to sing every word of it. That's like that is part of the experience. Mm-hmm. But you don't think the the stardom of Lauren Hill has worn no, off though? Not to like me. she's been making mute money off this one album all this time. She will never. It will never get old to me because Lauren Hill, like she was so pivotal to the black woman. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't light skinned She didn't have good hair quote-unquote, good hair, right? Like, mm-hmm. she was this chocolate sister with dreads, and she was fine as hell, yeah. and, like, and she was a lyricist, and people respected her at, at her craft and also thought she was beautiful. It was, like, the epitome of womanhood. Like, you can be fine and sexy and still be educated and smart and, and give back. Like, before that, it was, like, either the girls were super fine or they could really sing. Yeah, I mean, the miseducation of Lauryn Hill... Without a doubt, is one of one top classic. albums. It's a classic time, album. For sure. It's a classic album. One and time. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's a classic album. All but. right. Well, congratulations, Tony. I just want to point out that Bridget did not win that. Okay. But we have a little bit of a learning curve on her. I Thank don't you. Lose the girls. Um, but now Tony's saying. Tony's. It's tied up with me, so whatever. All right, seven. so let's go ahead into our shout-outs and check-ins. So, hey. Tony, who's our listener shout-out? Hey, our listener shout-out goes to Teresa L. Davis. Hey, Teresa. Teresa uh, resides in St. Pete, and she's always at our events and always chiming in on our social media pages. So, shout-out to Teresa Davis. We appreciate you, Teresa. Teresa actually came out to our sipping greet on Friday. Yes, she so did. It was nice to meet you, Teresa, again. I know No, Teresa Fro is so freaking... Legendary. I want to touch it every time I see it. Oh my god! Mm. I get the I get the inclination why people just walking in and touching black women hair because I want to touch her hair so bad. 
I want to see a picture of her now. It is, like, the fro is immaculate. It's serious. I it is so it. serious. I love it. All right, thank you, uh, Teresa. Let's get into everyone's week. So how was your week, Tony? My week was pretty bland. There was nothing special about it, so... I was so glad to have our um, sip session though. That was my, my hey. that was my highlight of the weekend. So I enjoyed that. You got that a little saucy. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he got saucy after I left. Yeah, he kept lit. sipping. He got sauced up on the juice. What about you, Jay? How was your week? Uh, my week has been pretty amazing. You know, I actually have been gone for two weeks. So my last two weeks have been pretty amazing. For those who don't know, I just got back from New York City. Recently, shout out to New York City. It changed my life for the positive. Yes, I told so, you. <laughs> Come through to my you know, city. I had a negative uh, perspective Why? about New York. I'm amazing. But How did you not know that New York was great? It birthed me. I'm going to be nice. Yes, you are amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. But, you know, when you never go to a place, all you can base your perspective on is movies, TVs, and what other people say. Right. right? And so I just had this negative outlook. When I got there, I just loved it. I loved the feel. I loved the culture. I stayed in Harlem. It was dope. Um, I mean, New York is really dirty, though. That's the only thing that kind of Very blew my mind. Very dirty. I mean, there's Super so many dirty. people. Yeah. But anyway, that was good. So my mate, New York was cool. Happy to be back. And yeah, that's it. I have a question. Okay. Did you go to Levain Bakery and get one of them cookies? I did not go <gasps> to the bakery. Where was the bakery located? It's in Harlem. Oh, and they're known it? for these cookies that are like the size of your face, <laughs> and they're warm and the. Now I'm mad that I did not and make you, it there. Ooh, it's, oh, I should have said something on Facebook. You should have let oh me know. I was asking. I went to the, um, the Freedom Hat Club in Harlem. I mean, Harlem has changed, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. based on what everyone told me. Gentrified. But gentrified there and, and in Brooklyn. It's definitely gentrified. Yeah. It, it's gentrified for the best and the worst, too. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Like, it's nice that things are getting nice because it got real hood and ghetto at one point. But, like, history. you yeah. got to think about This was, like, the black renaissance at one point. Right. So mm-hmm. it kind of sucks getting gentrified. Yeah. All that yeah. History. But it, it, it's been dope. Bridget. <laughs> How has your week been? I had a great week. My week started off with an all-day nap on Monday. Yes. That was Naps amazing. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Yes. So that was good. And then the rest of the week, I had busy, had clients all week, and just clients fun. Good. Yeah, it good. is. It was a fun, active week. So, yeah. I love to hear good news. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Hey. Yeah. Well, my week was pretty awesome. I also, obviously, so we had the meet and greet last Friday. Mm-hmm. And shout out to every single person who came and... Everybody got ossified. <laughs> what is that? Ossified means drunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at somebody trying to... Like, what, is, what is ossified? Me too. I was dope. like, am I the only one who don't know what this means? Well, okay. Well, I mean, y'all didn't study y'all uh, saw juke joint uh, terminology. Hey, <laughs> bring that saws up in here. <laughs> but yes, no, it was like... I ha- I think we had, a pre- we had a pretty good outcome and everybody was just so fun and... Got to meet everyone. It was beautiful. It was all love. And it was just a great exchange of energy and auras. It was beautiful. That's nice. So thank you for everyone who came out. I know we keep asking, people keep asking about this live show, y'all. Yeah, we're getting a lot of requests for it. People came out on Friday thinking it was a live show. Yeah. Like, how y'all, y'all going to do a live show with all these people here? It was like, uh, yeah, and they we're were mad about it show. too. They were like, this is yeah, not a live right. show. What? We had a couple of them dressed up for it. It was cool. Yes, they were red tea. So the next live show, we need to have like a little step and repeat like area where people could take pictures because they came dressed, honey. Yes. But um, I really, so my week, that was definitely the highlight of my week was our sip, it, our meet and sip. 
it, like, oh, it was just fun. I just, it was a good way to end the Friday night, like end Friday. I love it. And always good to, you know, support black business as well. So the Hall on Franklin, um, great well, service. They were there for us. Awesome service. No, no questions. Booked it. Great service. Thank you, the Hall on Franklin, for and that. And they're black owned, y'all. Yeah. So oh. definitely shout, show the love. Everybody loves Armature Works. So I'm like, Armature Works is awesome. I'm not going to take anything away from it. But the hall was the original. Like, the hall was, like, the ish. The first. Have you been there, Bridget? I have. Yeah. Yeah, many times. What do you guys call your listeners? Do they have names? Sippers. Sippers. Our I love sippers. it. Hey, our fellow sip, fellow sip, sippers. Sip, sip. They, they do what the, what the actual word is. They sip. They sip. <laughs> yeah, clearly. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to our That Sounds Familiar. That Sounds Familiar. So, what's the score currently, Jay? I don't actually know what the score is. I think you're beating Tony, though. Yes. I think you're beating Tony. We're actually tied. Starting to see a theme. I don't lose the girls. Yes, you lose the girls all the time. There are no girls but we're in tied. this room. What are you talking about? I don't lose the ladies Thank and you. women. I don't lose mm. any females. Don't, I was about to say, don't you dare say females. <laughs> females feel so aggressive. I'm about to turn this table over. No, it's a code word for bitch. That's Ooh. okay. Just call That's me. Not say it's my, my face. Mind. Not at all. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's Undertones. Code switching. That's what you're doing over there. It's like saying you people. Ooh. Ooh you people. That's just Good disrespectful, to Tony. So, and Baby Boy, remember he was like. No. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're going to reference no. Baby Boy, that's going to be that's your reference? That's what saying. I'm not going to call like, them bitches, but I'm going to call them females. You remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so you really are calling so, us bitches. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, my God. All right, let me just show you. made my you, case. You just dug your own you hole. You are terrible. Stop digging. Made my case. Let's refocus on that. Sounds familiar. So what's the score? I think it's it's tied. Two to two. Um, Let's go with it. Two to two. <laughs> we got to start putting marks on the board or something. Well, Tony, that's I, your I'm job. I'm your ass. No, you're not. Well, it's hard to keep track because all y'all complain every week about who's Whatever. choosing what song. So we're going to go with it. So listeners. Just so you know, as you remember, as a reminder, every song that you hear on here, you can find on our All Chino Shade Spotify playlist. We want to make sure that the creators of these songs get proper respect, proper dues for it. And proper credit. All right? So, Bridget, the way it works okay. is I'm going to play five songs, all right? They range from the 90s to 2000s to present. And you have to guess the name of the song or the artist of the song before they do. Okay. All right. All right. Are y'all ready? So wait, who are the teams? There's no teams. No every team. man for himself. Wow. Or, or every woman. It's on, Mister. Yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> so she is not your friend. All right, All here right? we go. I get really. I'm sorry. I'm competitive. Oh, me too. Okay, good. Yeah. So we don't. We don't like each other for like the next it's two cool. minutes or three minutes. Yeah. That's okay. We right. can beef, but then hugs. We'll be back. All right. Boom. Mm-hmm. Back at it. Okay. So first song. It better not be a '90s song. It's from 2003. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-oh. Come on, Tony. You can't give up already. He said, don't listen to him. He says that and then he wins. Oh, okay. See, she just told him this. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Miss Elliot, Miss Elliot. No, it's not Missy Elliot. Um, um, oh, oh, tweet, 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 tweet. tweet. Yeah, I said tweet. it first. Oh, I got it first. What's the name of the song, though? Oops, oh my. Yeah, oops, oh my. Both of y'all got it. We got to get the name first, though. No, Hello, I got it. Wait, how do we buzz we, in? We, like, it's one point for perfect, and I got it. You did guess it first, but I'm just saying. She no, did she guess. don't get a point, though. I get a point. So no, you don't. I had the title. No, it don't matter. Yep. You got to get the name of the title. So one coming. and love. Okay. 
Wow, why are you so aggressive right now? Really competitive. That was yeah. 03. Interesting. Okay. That was 03. Yeah, that 03? was 2003. I thought it was 01. Um, I thought it was 99. Here's some trivia. 99. What part of New York is um, Tweet from? I love Tweet. Where She's from the Bronx. Brooklyn. You got a guess, Bridget? Queens? Hold on. No. Harlem. Rochester. <laughs> Good guess, Rochester. Really? Yeah. Ah! Yay! I should get like two points. <laughs> You get no points for Who the, the hell bonus round. Rochester? <laughs> <laughs> Who thinks of Rochester? I do. Bridget does, apparently. I be knowing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second song. I be knowing. It's from 2006. Okay, I got a chance. Pause. Come on, Tony. You can do this, man. You can do it. Oh, my. That's my jam. Oh, 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 oh. Omari. Omari on. Yes, All right, she's on. Dang it. Why? She on it. That's the jam I right. for a little bit. I like the remix of this one. It was a great song, by the way. Mm-hmm, it was. All right. So, L has two. Come on, Bridget. Don't I'm let trying, her I'm trying, but she's like, you know, just kind Where of... Where you at, Tony? Tony? Tony. Tony's sipping. Do what? Yeah, I'm sipping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a witness, y'all. So, y'all have to get this one before L does, so no one can technically beat her for this round okay. of the game. Oh, I'm ready. Right. Right. I'm ready, y'all. Can you put pick something You're not from in the my 90s era. or the 80s? <laughs> so this is from 1997. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh, yes, that was the year this. I graduated high school. Oh, sugar rugga. Oh, are shucky ducky. Are y'all ready? Elle doesn't know 97 stuff. I don't know 97 oh, stuff. What were you doing? I was a baby. Oh, Lord. All right, here we go. Ah! Turn my music high. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we bad about it. Bad about it. Bad about it. Bad about it. Bad Let that ride out. She was just quicker. I was in college. Hey. For 1990 yeah. Squiggle. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Be a drug dealer. You don't know that song? I do we not. Do Yo, that's we a classic. We do that. Yeah. Yeah. That was y'all jam. That was a classic. No, 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 yeah. Classic. I don't know it, but y'all clearly y'all was jamming to it. Man, Bridget kept, kept it alive right now. No shade. Hey, I yeah. like it. Hey. Off. <laughs> I like it. That All needs right. to be our, 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 um, you know, we keep talking about doing a, uh, like a recap. Yes. All that thug, needs no to be shade. the name of it. <laughs> that was funny. Good job. Bridget kept it alive. All right. Next yeah. song. This is song well, number four. What's this from? What era? I already gave you your 2000s. Okay. You're not getting no <laughs> more. Thank God. Yeah. So this is from 1995. Yes. Oh. It's a, it's a popular artist, so I would give you that clue. Biggie Small. I was nine. Hey, hey, hey. You no. were nine. Good Lord. Dang, you were oh, young. baby. I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac. Bobby Brown. Oh, all lies Tony on me. Tony got it right. What's the name of the song, though? So Many Tears. So Many Tears. So Many Tears. You know this one, We're going to ride it out. What? Come on. It's oh, a classic. You have to know Pac song. My kids know Pac song. <laughs> Amari's kids don't watch. Let me go ahead and sip. Classic. Yes. Do you think he's dead for real? Yeah, he did. No, I don't think so. Uh, Somebody gave me a little dead. conspiracy theory about him, and um, I was like, he probably in Mexico walking around. Nah, he got killed, <laughs> he got killed by the government. Government got him. Government um, got him. Here's some trivia. What is the name of the all-male band that Tupac started his career in? That was uh with Pup, the dude with the nose, Humpty Dance. I forget the name of the group, but that's who it was. It was Digital, Digital Underground. Underground. I was going to say, Digital I should have went, oh, yeah, Digital Underground. So, yeah. I, so I didn't do any uh, trivia on Amarion. So real quick, how tall is Amarion? Five, six. six. Yep, five, yeah. six. Can he get it, L? They're always short. Yes, I'm five, five, so uh. that makes my apartment. <laughs> you know uh, Digital Underground got Shaz, what's his name? 
And he been doing thirst traps What's recently his name? on Instagram. You got the hump yes, he been like completely. You wait, just cut me off. I'm sorry, but we gotta talk <laughs> about Omarion's body. Okay, no, he is done. He has been doing like right he after the gym. Right now. No, he don't. <laughs> he got a beach, beach, beach body. Oh, we gonna leave that alone. All right. We gonna leave that alone. All right. I'm sorry, Tony. Continue. Where's uh digital underground guy from? Humpy Dance dude. I don't know. Yeah, he from here. He from Tampa. St. Pete. Oh wow, yeah. that's what's up. Who is? We need to get him as a follower then. Uh, I forget his real name. His act is Shock G. Shock G. That's it. He's from here. So the unfortunate. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. The unfortunate news here is that Bridget and Tony just split. So even though Elle did not win that one, she does have two wins. Bridget has a win, and Tony has a win. So technically, well, I guess you could do a tie here, though. No, we no tie. No, no, I got one more song left. There's five songs. All right, let's go. So here we go. This is a current song. All right, I got this. I don't think any of y'all are going to get it. Damn it. Because it's pretty brand new. But if you know the voice, you may get it. So here we go. Drake? No. No. What the heck? That's a new crap. Somebody gonna come in with a little voice. Sounds like that song taste that I love. Is it Tiger? It is Tiger. Shut up! It sounds just like his it other just, song taste. It just it sounds like a Tiger song. Yeah, yeah. I was. I would have never. I like that song taste. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little voice. Hey. <laughs> it sounds just like taste. Hey, it does. It does. The name of that song is called Swish. Swish. By Tiger. Swish. All right. So no one won. Tony tied it up. Good job, Bridget. You did good. No, job. you gotta you do a tiebreaker. We gotta talk. You gotta do a tiebreaker. Okay, let me find one. Y'all talk it out while I find a song. No, I'm not talking. I'm looking at it on my. So he switched up into some underage. <laughs> if it is one, then we all tied. So can we? We gotta do so what? Nineties? We gotta Two thousand? We gotta exclude L. And no. it's a tie off between me and Bridget. No, it's a tie between me and you, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Bridget, yeah. you ain't in this. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> she said she ain't thinking about y'all anyway because she's looking at Omarion's body. Right, girl. You seen it? Yeah, I did, but yeah. it's only like one picture, though. I nah, he, was... looked like, he did a video. All right, here we go. This is for all the marbles, as they say. Justin Timberlake, Usher? Justin Timberlake. You got it, Al. Ah! <laughs> you got it. Ah! What's the name of the song, though? Cry Me a River. Yep, Cry Me a River. No, no you, don't get, <laughs> you don't get points for the trivia. You ain't know the name of the song. He L. wrote that for Britney. Oh, oh, he did he? He did. Yeah, he did. It was uh, Britney. Britney she broke it. She cheated on him with Wade Robinson, the Damn it, Britney. Let me tell you something that I'm not a cheater because I confess. Cheater, cheater. Hold on. Chicken. I confess to his thing. I'm going to tell you something else, too. I gave Jay a win a few weeks ago when you had Jamie Foxx because I accidentally looked at your computer and I didn't play along when it was Jamie Foxx. Just to let you know, I'm not a cheater. Lies and deception. <laughs> well, good win, good win. Listeners, hopefully you, you guessed as quick as they did. Um, again, find the songs on the RT No Shade Spotify playlist. All right, what we got next? <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and let's find a little bit about Bridget. Ooh, yes, it's that time. I've been waiting for this. It's go. that time. It's go. that time. Go. So let's go ahead and put the go. spotlight. Go. We, need a, we need a cue to that Coach. Fantasia song, Spotlight. I'll, I'll definitely That's put it in there. That's not a Fantasia song, is it? Who sings it? Jennifer Hudson. Ooh, you right. Jennifer Hudson. That's loud and wrong. Ooh. You need to take away one of her points. <laughs> oh, we're taking <laughs> minus points. points. I started so confidently. She really did. did. She I really like, did. I need that Fantasia song. <laughs> I do I was, love that song. You didn't see my face. I, I was like, it. I was like, uh. Can we cue that Jennifer Hudson song, please? Everybody I'll was, work on that. Thank you. So <laughs> it's really not Bridget, a positive song, though. Where are you from? Cause you look like you're a Cali girl. Cali, that's. I wouldn't have done Cali. I would have done like Turks and Caicos. I, I love it. Yeah, she's Caribbean. Mm-hmm. 
I am. Be. Jamaica man. Hey! Yes! Yes! Although, technically I'm not. I'm actually Jamaican. I was born in Orlando. So, But both my parents. Oh, Orlando. Yeah, both my parents are, are Jamaican. Jamaican. So your DNA first, is in You're first generation. first generation. I'm first generation too. Oh, wow. Yeah, man! Yes! But I'm Trinidadian, okay, not okay. Jamaican. But yeah, we I'm never. confused. Yes, Never mind. Go ahead. Never mind. Don't focus. Don't focus. How long have you been here in Tampa, though? So you, you, I've known you for a while. Yeah. At least four years, I feel like I've known you longer at least four years. Has it been longer than that? Probably. I don't know. How but I, I got though? to Tampa in 97 for undergrad. Went to USF. Hey, Go Bulls. Shout out Bulls. Shout out Bulls. Go Bulls. And I left for like a hot minute to move to Atlanta for four years. Hey. Yeah, but then I came back in 2011. So I've been here a minute. So you've been here for a minute. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite spot in Tampa right now? Oh, that's so hard to say because I'm loving what Tampa's doing. With all these auditions and everything. Tampa is hard. hard. Tampa's doing amazing. But like, if you had to go somewhere right now, where would you go? The Riverwalk. Beautiful. I love it. The Riverwalk actually is has been done really well. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's yeah. a beautiful space. I was yeah. supposed to take my pond body and actually run that river walk. Oh, I'm gonna do. It. I want to do it once that? a week. Yeah, you go the first. No, you won't have like a pond body motion. if you run it. The third week. No, you, no, you we gonna video. videotape you the oh, whole you progression <laughs> of it. <laughs> I know. The first week okay. he getting like struggle. two steps in, breathing all heavy. Stop getting a drink. All right, Bridget. Do you have any kids? No kids. Do you have a a boo? No boo. All right, y'all. She fine. So <laughs> yeah, I got a little secret crush on Bridget. Hey, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about that a little bit it's later. It's not though. that much of a secret right now. Not anymore. Hello. No, he, he actually ended the crush because I ended the crush for some other reason. Because of my truth. Later. <laughs> Bridget, um, what made you leave the corporate life to go into becoming a life coach? I had to. Oh my goodness. The corporate life for me, and I'm so grateful for my experience in corporate, it gave me a lot of great relationships and learnings, but I always felt like I was a, an animal in a cage. Right. Like I always felt like having that little tag that let me in the building and hours to do something and be back was just not how I was created. Right. I just love freedom. I very much value freedom. And so I, for years, didn't feel like what I did, although I loved what I did and the people I worked with, was not fulfilling for me every day. It wasn't like, yes, I get to wake up and sell insurance. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't that exciting. Making so somebody else rich. Yeah. So I tapped into what does excite me and what comes naturally to me, and that was always inspiring and motivating people, and people love talking to me. And following that thread of consistency of why people came to me, coaching just was born. And... I couldn't. I did it on the side along mm. with corporate for a couple of years, and then got to a place where I thought, you know what, I'm going to bet on me, and I did. Yeah, so. the reason I ask that question because I know there's a lot of people out there who are definitely tired of the corporate life, but they are afraid of making that change, making that jump. Mm -hmm. So, was there any point in your decision process that you second guessed yourself that you were scared to make that change? Oh my God, yes, I was so afraid. I I love getting a paycheck and I feared going broke and not being able to afford my bills and losing my house and get homeless. You know, we all, when we have a fear about something, we take it to the nth degree of what could happen. Right. And I actually, through my own coach and I had a therapist at one point, she was, took me back. And this is what I do with my clients too. Like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? And it was homelessness. Yeah. Okay. But that's at the end of the rope. So then she backpedaled me and okay, before you become homeless, what would have to happen before that happened? And I thought, okay, well, I had to completely give up on friends and family or they would give up on me and I didn't even ask for help. Okay, before that would have to happen, what would have to happen? Mm. Well, that I didn't even use my resources to try to get another job if my entrepreneur venture didn't work out. Okay, what would have to happen before that? 
well, that I didn't even really try with my entrepreneur. So once I really backpedaled and saw that there were so many steps before homelessness, the thing that was making me so afraid that I wouldn't go for it, right. I realized I need to go for it because I've got a safety net of things I would do if suddenly it wasn't working out. And I, I, But I had so much fear, so much fear that I didn't. There was a place where I really thought, how does one continually make money outside of getting that paycheck, the first and the 15th? Mm. And how do I get insurance? And I'm doing both beautifully. And within month three of quitting my job, I quadrupled how much I would have brought home at the job wow. I was scared wow, to leave. Wow, that's dope. Which to me was proof that, what are you right. scared of? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, it always works out. That's dope. Yeah. And I love that backpedaling. Like that is, that is a nugget y'all like really. Cause for you to become homeless, like homeless is generally the, like the thing that you're scared of. Absolutely. There's so many steps that comes in before that. And I never thought of that. Yeah. You just go to homelessness. Yeah. You go directly there. And then that makes you say, I'm not going to do it. Cause I don't want to be that, which it, our, our fears seem so real. And I, and you could even have, you don't even have to have a coach do that. Have a friend do it or do it with yourself on a piece of paper. Okay, let's think about this. What would have to happen before the thing I'm scared of? Okay, what would have to happen before that? And just keep looping yourself back to the point where you could take a baby step toward what you want to take and know that that you just created your backup plan. You just created your plan B, C, D before the thing that is making you frozen with fear. That was so beautiful. I'm just like, yes, you can do it. Yes, I feel so motivated. So when it comes to... Do it, quit. (laughs) Jump. How does <laughs> it feel to couch. be a life coach? Because my concern would be like, so is, do you feel an extra pressure because you're a quote, like not quote unquote, but you're a life coach that now they feel like people feel like you need to have your life perfect. Do you feel that extra pressure uh, of your own self based on your profession? In the beginning, I did. Uh, I absolutely did in the beginning. And it again, I keep referring back to coaching because uh, as coaches, I have a coach. Yeah. I've had a couple of coaches. And... I, um, through getting coached, I once did think that I needed to have all of my ducks in a row and have completed the things I'm coaching people on. So do you ever feel extra pressure now that you're a life coach that you have like eyes on you to be perfect at life? All eyes on me. (laughs) So, um, at first I felt like I did need to have done the things that I was coaching people on before I felt qualified. Uh, But then my coach actually helped me to realize that that normalizes my life for people and that I'm not seen as some person on this pedestal that's gotten it down perfect and that they need to somehow rise to that level. So I don't necessarily feel that way. I think that showing my authentic life and struggle and that there is not always sunshine helps people to connect and feel like they're normal. So what would you say, how, how, how do you determine if you need a life coach? Everybody needs a life coach. Why? Everybody that's breathing needs a life coach. What? Well, but not everybody's ready for one. So your question is a great one. Okay. So you're, you're, the point at which you have a gap between where you are in life or work or business or career and there's a place where you want to be, that's when you need a coach, when there's that gap. So I'm here and I feel like there's better for me or you have that sense of there's got to be more to life than this. There has to be. I'm paying bills. I work at my job. My day feels like it's Groundhog's Day every day and I need it to be better. I want it to be better. So you have that desire and a belief that things can be better, but maybe you don't know how, or you're scared, or a mixture of both, that's when you need a life coach. And I also think that 
if you are just stuck and you don't know if you can trust people to give you the real answer, you know, it's like, who, who can I go to to get a unbiased opinion about my life? I think you can also use a life coach in that situation as well, right? Well, that's actually a little bit of a rumor is that I don't tell people what to do as a life coach and that a core belief of a life coach, especially one that's been trained, is that everyone has their own answers to their own challenges and problems and issues. Right. My role in that is to help you discover and rediscover who you are at your core. So really, I ask questions. I challenge your thoughts because a lot of us have limiting beliefs about life. Like no one in my family has ever gone that far or whatever it is. We hold limiting beliefs that we think are true because we've thought the thought for so long. We feel like that's the truth. And so as your coach, I'm a mirror to you. But I don't tell you what to do. I don't give opinions at all. You lead your life. I just hold you accountable for doing what you say you're going to do. That's good to know. So yeah. when you talk about like some credentials, like what are the what's out there in terms of like, because it's hard to figure out like wh- how are you going to find a life coach if you need one, right? Yeah. So what are some things we should be looking for when we're looking for a life coach? Yeah. So one thing about life coaching is that it's not a regulated field. Like y'all three could come out tomorrow and be like, I'm a life coach. And right. there's no, you don't need a license. You don't need schooling. There's no bar held for that, like what therapists and psychologists need. So there's a lot of debate around that. So as such, there's a lot of people calling themselves life coaches that some are great and some have not needed any schooling. They're self-taught. Like one of my favorite people in the world, Tony Robbins. Hey. I love Tony Robbins. So good. And he's self-taught. A lot of the things really he learned was through reading books and following the greatest psychologists and, and people movers in the world. But there are organizations that help you get certified if you do want to be a life coach. And one of which I actually teach for. It's called IPEC. Shout out IPEC. And so if a person has gone through that level of schooling or training, then they'll have letters after their name. Or if they've um, credentialed themselves through the International Coach Federation, which is the governing body over all coaches, that lets you know that that person takes their craft and the industry a little bit more serious than a person that's just so and so life coach. <laughs> right. But it doesn't but I, I also can't judge that either because some people are really great at holding space for another person, which is essentially what a, a coach does. It creates a space for you to just do what you have the power and ability to do, but you just feel like you couldn't do it on your own. Right. So piggybacking on that kind of a little bit, what is your website and what is your social media um, information? Sure. It's Bridget the Go Coach, G-O, and Bridget is spelled B-R-I-D is in delightful. Hey. G-E-T-T-E, BridgetTheGoCoach.com, and that's the same handle for Instagram, for Facebook, and Twitter. So, yeah. Right, I love Even it. So everybody tweet. go check her out. Definitely, definitely, and definitely. And you you're in the Tampa area, yes? I am. But Do you I go coach, out of Tampa? Yeah, I coach anybody all over the world because I talk to people on the phone, video. There's clients that I work with I've never met in person. Oh, wow. So yeah. you do like Skype coaching yeah, too. absolutely. All right. So yeah. which one do you prefer? Do you prefer like meeting them up or, or actual like – long distance coaching i love all of it yeah yeah i'd imagine so it's a different favor yeah i love all of it the phone provides a, a, the ability for some people to really express themselves in a way that they might and if they're not if they're looking you in your eye yeah yeah so i find that I people can that. open up uh, and i used to not think that i was really like i need to see them i need to feel their body language yeah but that's intimidating for someone coming in it could be yeah. and i can feel people's energy and connect with them over the phone video in person but i i love all three i just love connecting with people and watching their power literally in front of me rise oh, it's the awesome. most incredible feeling 
So what would be something that you would leave our sippers with? Like some nugget of knowledge or nugget of positivity. I would say always question everything that you hear and believe, especially anything that limits you. Mm. The voice in your head, question it. Your friends, question it. What you've always done, question it. Wise people never believe everything at first because there's a huge difference between true and what you think is true and what's the truth with a capital T and truth is irrevocable truth like the laws of gravity you know if you throw something up in the air it's going to come down that's the truth but for so long people thought the world was flat and that was true to a lot of people and just because it's a generally held concept or idea or consensus does not make something true and a lot of people operate on the level of what they think is true as if it's law and the truth and it's not. So if you begin to question everything and challenge everything and be willing to try things, you can change your world in an instant. I definitely that was a, agree that was a word. to that. I agree to that. That's Hit. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She just made me want to go back to my mama and just come back out and redo life again. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not try to crawl back Like into restart. <laughs> so here's an important question, Bridget. What's your favorite All T No Shade podcast episode so far? Oh, you know what? Because it was the most juiciest, fun, no responsibilities, fun, huh? not <laughs> a care in the world decade, the 90s. Yes. That episode brought me back. All the songs, the 90s movies. 90s the best. It was awesome. It made me smile. That, that was a really good episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we were a little lit on that episode. We were not a little. We were I, was, a I was trying to refrain from saying that. That's probably our drunkest episode. <laughs> oh, gosh. No For wonder. Sure. We were lit. We were lit. No wonder. Like a candlestick. <laughs> it was a 90s house party. That's what's up. All right. So, a little earlier, we were trying, trying to figure out why my secret love for Bridget is no longer <laughs> okay, around. Yes. So, a couple of days ago, I'm going to give y'all a scenario. All right. Option. You have four. You tell it right. You have four desserts that you can choose from. I love a good dessert. Mm-hmm. Okay, but one of them has to go. Okay. You have pound cake. That could go. Hey, wait, wait. Sorry, wait. I'm sorry. You have pound cake. You have red velvet cake. Ooh. You have cheesecake. Yeah. And you have sweet potato pie. Which one are you getting rid of? Sweet potato pie. I'm gonna. Get- ah! yes! I'm gonna yes! get rid of red velvet. That's right. What? No. How you gonna get rid of sweet potato pie though? That's the best Actually, one. Actually, I might get rid of red velvet. I'm sorry. I'm getting rid of red velvet. I okay. forgot about red velvet. Red velvet's fine too. It's like chocolate cake, but not really chocolate it's cake. Like, why? Yeah, so this is what that. broke you guys up. Yes. Yeah, she broke my heart. She broke my heart because she got Wait, rid so of you, uh, sweet potato pie. Are you serious right now? I'm dead ass. <laughs> He was Dead so ass. serious. And there were other so people shocked. that were too. Like, I got thumbs down. Like this. I got questioned and judged. Wow. But that's like the number one. That's like the number one dessert in, in African Americans. We are not African American. That's the key. That's why I just we're said with Caribbean L. American. We're Caribbean. We didn't know that sweet potato so, pie. What is that? So, y'all getting rid of what again? Sweet potato pie. We have pumpkin pie. This is a bull. No, you get rid of pumpkin pie. That's some bullshit. No, my God. Nobody pumpkin wanna, pie is Nobody want a goddamn no. pumpkin pie. <laughs> we want to get them pumpkin pie. All right, Bernie. Why are you so like Bernie Mac? Pound cake can go. So, yeah, but I was just but a little shocked. pound cake You wish I was your pound cake. Yeah. Hey. 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 So, yeah, that's why my, that's why that's my love fine. for Bridget was broken. But the judgment was severe. It's okay. The judgment was really real. It was, so it was real. He holding his heart, y'all. Like, he's feeling He really is heartbroken about that. I got a question. So really Caribbean people more want pumpkin pie than I don't sweet. know. I don't like I don't okay, pie. You, I'm not you a love pie. red velvet. 
I grew up with pumpkin cool. pie. I grew up with sweet potato pie. It's cool. It was just it, the question I was this morning. which one has to go, and so I picked my one and got pounced upon. Yeah, you get pounced upon. Yeah, sweet, potato I mean, pie. sweet potato pie is legit. Y'all but it's okay. People, I still love you though, Brie. Y'all black people you. love your little pumpkin or sweet potato pie. Mm, I love my pumpkin pie. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and get into the main topic for this. What week. is it? This is going to be an interesting. All right, topic. so we want to know thoughts. And opinions on stand your ground. So this is one of the most controversial laws that we have in Florida, especially, um, which is a stand your ground law, which pretty much gives a person the right to expect absolute safety in a place they have a right to be in. So not necessarily their home, any place they have a right to be in, they're allowed to expect absolute safety in that place. And they may use deadly force to repel an unlawful intruder. When was this law put in place? What year? Enacted. I have no clue. Actually, it was um, put in place in 2005. Hey, oh, wow. Really? Who made it yep. Who made it popular, though? Because a lot of people was, didn't know that... Uh, Trayvon Martin. Yes. yes. George Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. George Zimmerman. Yeah, and it's recently it's recently back in the news again because, uh, unless you've been under a rock, we have a guy here in the Bay Area who was recently shot and killed in Clearwater, Florida um, by a guy. And the guy who was killed was Marquise McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy that shot him is using the stand your ground uh, law. law. Um, and Senator Bill Nelson, I think Senator Cory Booker, I think it's four other people are now, they've reached out to the Department of Justice to ask them to look into the case because obviously here in Hillsboro, they're not opening it, and Pinellas County not opening it either. So do you, really quick, do you guys think that this guy will get charged for the murder of Marquise McLaughlin? Well, quick recap. I just For those who have been under a rock, I just want to get you guys caught up. So at a gas station, there's a guy who's notoriously known for um, pretty much harassing people who park in emer- the handicap. handicap parking. And so this couple parks in handicap parking. The guy goes in, and the girlfriend is walking out. The guy who's crazy about the parking starts screaming at her. They're having a very heated debate. The boyfriend comes out. He pushes the guy, which is McLaughlin. He pushes the the parking lot Nazi. Vigilante. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, as soon as he drops down, he grabs his gun and shoots him and kills him in front of his kids. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So do y'all think he's going to be charged? I don't think he's going to charged. If you listen to the, the actual um, sheriff, they've been doing a few of like public um, press conferences. It's, he, they pretty much said he's within his right understand your ground. Yeah, actually, um, you guys brought it to my attention. So I went and saw the video and it, clearly he's starting trouble the white guy the guy that actually did the killing um he's actually starting trouble but for him for the the black guy to come out of the store and put his hands on him and pushing him to the ground that's why i was going to say he's not going to get charged well technically though based on what the law says you have to have you have to be in fear of your life and feel like you are actually about to be killed in order to use deadly force you can't just say oh i i believe i was about to be killed and so i can shoot this guy and if you look at that video, that guy got pushed. He had at least three seconds to choose shot that guy. Right. And so based on what I've talked to, like my friend, my roommate's a lawyer, mm-hmm. and the, her friend is actually representing Marquise McLaughlin. Okay. And they basically said, you know, stand your ground does not apply to this guy because he had the opportunity. Marquise was not over him, continuing to beat him, continuing to threaten his life. He pushed him. And kind of backed up. Yeah, he did, ba- he did back up. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, one of those things because I think stand your ground law, unfortunately, only really applies to white Americans. 
I don't think it applies to black people. Black people, we can't shoot somebody and say stand, stand your. We did it for stand your ground. Never works out that way. Yeah, so I agree. I think it's it, it's really such a subjective law because it it's all your interpretation of your threat to safety. Right. I can I, I but if you go and pick a fight just to cause a threat to your safety and right. then want to call stand your crown stand your ground. I think that's ridiculous. And I also feel like there's this George Zimmerman-esque-ness about exactly a person is. who walks around with a gun right. on a random Sunday and picking fights. That's should, basically yeah, what exactly, he did. Exactly if you were to what it is. mind your own damn right. business, like why are you the policeman of the handicap spots? I think it should be something like we need to match force. So if I push you down, your, your match can't be to shoot me. That's not... That's yeah. not the same. That's not equivalent. I think it needs to be an equivalent of the same exact thing. I think they're gonna use the the force that he used to push him down. He at, he pushed the guy hard. So yeah, but I still don't feel like you need to match that with a gun. Right. But I mean, for him, I, I don't know. I, when I when I seen it and in the, in the way that I know the law works and everything, I just seen this guy getting off. Getting off. Getting I'm off. sure so, he will. You know, this whole. Like you say, I, I always thought this law was put in place just for, I'm, I hate to say it, but for the white race. It's, 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 it's sad. And I think, think you, you do have these people that go around just looking for trouble and everything. And I'm laughing at Elle because she got groceries to just arrive from public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, believe it or not, I was looking into the stats with this. And um, the self-defense for Sandra Brown, it has risen by 200% wow. since the law has been in effect since 2005 right. nationwide. And so I don't know if it's white people or black people or whatnot. Yeah, I want to say that there was a black person that actually did, was successful in using this. I can't, I'd have to look I, it I up. I want to say that percentage is real low, though. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say yeah. but, then, but then, But is that a case of the law being misused? Is that a case of yeah. the lawyers that right. black people have the ability to hire to use this? You, right. you know, there's so many factors. It's like a, Absolutely. It's a, Absolutely. It's a, uh, what's the word? Statistically? <laughs> statistically? No, not statistically. Uh, when something's like set up. Strategically, it's, strategic. <laughs> it's a system, you know what I mean. So yeah. it, they know the the troubles and how hard it would be for us to get the lawyers and of everything. Course. So this is all part of the plan of that damn stand your ground law. I hate it. They need to get rid of it. And so y'all think that the law should be abolished? You don't think it should just be um, like just reconstructed? Because I I do believe that people have a right to defend themselves. Yes, I do believe people have a right to stand your ground. So I'm not really against stand your ground per se. I just think that it's being used in a, in a way that benefits people who don't like minorities. And so what that's how I feel. I think we need to just change the law. Let's say uh, somebody, like the law, I know the law before that, like somebody even breaking into your house, Jay, if they're running out of your house, you're not allowed to shoot them in the back. I just actually wish the law would stay the same that it was because like um, staying your ground, kind of, I'm thinking like the time when people can break into your house at a time and they can actually have your back turned to you and you cannot shoot them. Only if they were facing you and had you backed in a corner at the time they can shoot you. If y'all know if you knew, knew So if someone's in your house right. and they're running out of the house. They're running out of the house, you cannot shoot them in the back. Um, That's been a law here in really? Florida. Yep. Cannot shoot them in the back because they were trying to leave. They were trying to avoid the situation. So you... You trying to leave with your stuff though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, this is the hard part about law, right? Is that... You can't, it's it's an impossible to legislate or create a law that's not going to oppress someone, mm -hmm. right? Because, all right, you want to be, have the ability to be at your house and have somebody come in intending to hurt you and your family. You want the ability to say, nah, I'm about right. to shoot you, 
right? But that same law now is being misused. Somebody step, tiptoes into your land or accidentally falls into your land and now you've killed them. People can take advantage and misuse the law. So it's mm-hmm. impossible to write a law that mm-hmm. is going to have every loophole covered. It's not going to be fair. Yeah, so it's hard. I get it. So should we have, like, today's question, do we keep this law or do we get away with it? Do we amend it? What do we do? I don't think at this point it's going to be done away with. I mean, currently mm-hmm. there's 23 states that have a either a stand-your-ground law or a form of stand-your-ground law. Yeah. And so I think it's probably only going to get more states to do it but i would hope that these other states will learn from this law that's, that's currently in place that other eras how everything's happening right now because clearly um so yeah i don't think it's going to change that much but um i i mean in my heart of heart i hope that it does get better because it can't continue to happen the way that it is happening I mean, too I many agree. black men are, are dying from it but i feel like we should be able to defend ourselves so. agree, agree. i agree dying. with the law I want to stand your ground because kind of to Jay's point, there used to be cases where somebody would trespass on your land would be, we've all heard about that, like the robber who breaks it and then sues the land, the, the, the owner of the home because of something or some, some like, you know, you, I, you've hurt me or your place wasn't suitable for, you know, my thievery. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but will that stand for our co- color of people? Like everything always happens. Then when it's like one of us is the victimized, that person ended up getting off because you know what I'm saying? We're color of people. No, I mean, I agree, but at the end of the day, I still want that law just in case. So if somebody mm. comes into my apartment and I shoot, I want to be able to claim that. Now, will they let me claim it is the question, but I still want the ability to claim it. But what about the woman, like, I think it was in Texas or whatever. It might have been here in Florida, but she gave a warning shot mm-hmm. for a person that broke in the house, and she's doing damn near 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So what do yeah, you say so to that? I, that's what I'm saying. I think the standing your ground law is important and is necessary, but I do think we need to amend it. I don't think that, first of all, I don't think you need to stand your ground um, necessarily outside of your home. And, and then I also feel like you cannot elevate the violence. So if somebody pushes you or if somebody, um, and pushing is one of those unique things because you push and then that person can keep attacking you or not, opposed to somebody punching you, you know, you could actually be knocked out. But I'm just saying, I don't think you should be able to elevate the violence. So kind of piggybacking on that, um, have you, any of you, ever ever been in a situation where you um, was ready to fight someone, but you did not fight them? Because they were being disrespectful, but you didn't fight. At, at the risk, you didn't want to get shot. Like, he ever said, you know what? This person is pissing me off. I'm ready to throw down, but I'm not going to do it because I don't know if they're carrying a gun. That makes sense? Yeah. I, I've not been in that situation, thank God. But... I, I, I feel like to Elle's point that if, and I don't even know how this would work, but it's f- matching fire with fire. Yeah. So stand yeah. your ground has, should have a caveat or could have a caveat where if you are being threatened by a gun and you pull a gun to stand your ground, fair. Right. If you've been threatened by a fist and you pull your fist out, Fair. Fair. Yeah. So it's uh, it's fight fire with fire as you yeah. stand your ground. Yeah. You, but I don't know if that will necessarily be. I, I think that's just a little bit of a dream because. But my question is, and what I wish I could do is, t- turn the tables and see what what would have happened if that was a black man yeah. going off on a white woman in a parking space and white woman's man comes out pushes black man black man shoots dude. What would have it's happened? Murder. I don't know. It's murder. But 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 but, it's, but I don't know because like I said, no, there's a case, the- there is a case where black, a black man. And I wish I could look it up. Was used stand your ground and and it 
worked in his favor. So that's why I'm saying just to be fair and balanced. Yes. By and large, the scales are tipped where it becomes a black white issue that most times it's a white person shooting a black man or black person. Yeah. And it's that, that law. But when it has worked in our favor, we're not here talking about it. Right. So that's true too. That's true too. I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I need to be able to defend my family. Right. And I feel the need of, I feel disrespected. You know, you know, guys, I had a couple instances where I felt like I was ready to fight people because they were ready, being really disrespectful, but I didn't, but if he had touched me, I would have fought, fought him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without knowing if this guy had a gun or not. And the same thing with Marquise. Um, but Marquise definitely was defending his family. And it's unfortunate that he he and Trayvon and every other person who's been de- died. My by hard that. thing with Marquise is, listen, I don't think he deserved to be shot. But I also think, why did he push him? Like, why did you come when somebody's screaming? Why didn't you, why did you at least not try to talk to him? I hate the fact that he's the first one who made it physical. Yeah. Because if he didn't make it physical, then there would have been no stand your ground. Well, you got to think about it at the heat of the moment, too. This guy's coming out seeing his his wife being yelled at by somebody. I'm pretty sure surveillance don't show that or no, there's no other cameras around. No, it shows you that she's No, it doesn't show that he's probably saying, hey, back the fuck up for my wife or something like that. You don't know what he, he probably said that. But this guy is steady, steady doing that until he got up on him. Yeah. So we, we don't know that. But but the, the thing is, he could have stepped in between him and his the wife and the guy. I mean, there's a lot of things he could have done. I'm not blaming him but at no, the all. No, the heat of the moment is to- totally different. Yeah, we just sit because back and, no one knows right. how you would respond if you, your loved one is being verbally assaulted. Nobody knows what that man was spewing. Mm-hmm. But I just hate that we... Because now I hate that this guy's relying on this law when really he just wanted to kill this guy. You know, he, he I feel like he was walking around wanting to use his gun. Yeah, absolutely. He he had that I wish somebody would attitude. Yeah, right, you can see him pull up and he actually pulled up right after them because he I think they you know they parked in that handicapped spot or whatever it was and he targeted them like he was waiting on something shit to happen. So yeah. well, so something's really interesting is the actual owner of the gas station hates the guy. The the parking lot, you know, vigilante. guy vigilante, <laughs> and he complains about him and called the cops on him actually before because mm. he apparently just does that with that that emergency space with everyone. Mm. So it's been it's been a continuous theme. So the actual owner of this the gas station doesn't even want this guy there. Yeah. So I, I got a similar story. Um, just right. this February, I was in an altercation with a guy, and it's it's so much stuff you try to process because I didn't want to go to jail. Right. There's so much things you, you're trying to process because of all these laws and everything. And, and I'm luckily to even just sit there and think about that. That's why I'm here not talking to you guys. Right. So I, I was me and an Uber driver. I actually got dropped off getting a haircut. And we parked at this location that actually uses the same parking lot. It's two buildings. Uh, there's, there's this lounge where like a, like a Mason lounge or whatever you want to call it. And then there's the, the, the barbershop. So we right. he actually pulled in and we parked in this sign that says bartending only parking right so he wanted information from me from from another friend from a mechanic so i was giving this information as we were doing that this guy comes and knocked on the window a white guy and he's motorcycle down in the motorcycle gear guy and uh he knocked on the window and said hey you can't read the sign it says bartending parking only okay and we're like okay i'm getting out it's, you know i'm giving him some information he walked to the back of his he had a motorcycle he pulled he blocked us in he came back to the window, knocked on it. He said, what did I just tell you? Mm. I'm like, dude, it's an Uber driver. He's fixing the lead, dropping me off. He said, I don't give a shit. I told you to fucking move. Oh, no. I said, roll the window up on him. 
So we roll the window up, and uh, I'm giving him information. He comes around to the other side, and he gets out. And so I'm getting my stuff, and a dude comes behind me and taps me on my shoulder. Mm. I told you, y'all need to move. Oh. So me and him don't got into it, but I don't know what he has on him. Right. So I feel right. like he was trying to start something with me. I, if I would have hit him, or any, and I did tell him to back up, which I'm glad he did, because I was going to strike him. Yeah. I said, you need to get the fuck off from, you need to get from, from by me. Right. And he backed up, but if I would have hit him, I don't know what he has on him. Mm-hmm. I, your gun or whatever, the next thing you know, I would have been on the news. Oh and he getting off right. over some bullshit that yeah. he's doing. And then I, I feel like there are some people with a gun and they want an opportunity. They want, opportunity. They want an opportunity. Yep, absolutely. It really is like and that's why I hate around. this fucking law. Yeah, there's a lot of them that goes around that doesn't fit me and you. Yes, yeah. So Al Sharpton is actually coming to Clearwater. I, I don't know if y'all saw that. So Big he'll Daddy be, Al. Yeah, Al Sharpton's Skinny coming to Al. Clearwater on August uh, <laughs> August fifth at four p.m. He'll be at Saint Primitive Baptist Church. I'm not sure where that is. But I'm assuming it's in Clearwater somewhere. So two questions. Are y'all going to attend the protest? And do you think having big time celebrities or profile people actually helps or hurts the cause? I think celebrity, I think anybody who's going to help bring awareness helps. So I think celebrity does help. I don't know if I'm going to, that's the thing. I'm not anti stand your ground law. So I'm anti the way that it's being applied to this particular case. All right. So before we close this out, so what's everybody's position on stand your ground? Do you think we need to keep the law, yes or no? I say yes. I think that everyone deserves the right to protect their personal space if they feel like it's a threat. All right. What about you, Jay? Um, I think that the law should stay. I just think it needs to be redone. I think because as a future gun owner, and I'm definitely going to get my concealed um, weapons license, mm-hmm. I want to be able to protect myself. Right. You know, But I do think that having a gun gives people this extra confidence that they can do whatever they want. So, um, yeah, I'm okay with the law. And it just needs to be changed to um, be a little more clear on what is staying your ground. What about you, Tony? I'm kind of against the law. Um, I don't like it because I know it was not, I pretty much think it was not designed for people of color. And it just reminds me of the whole police brutality type thing. So I think that it's not going to change until black officers start taking white lives. So the same thing with this stand your ground thing. Yeah, I, I think I'm with the majority of everyone, which I think the law is important, especially as a woman, and I'm single, live up, I live by myself right now. I want the ability to, um, to protect myself, defend myself if necessary, and at least have something to help me, you know? But I do think it needs to be amended, and I think we really need to look at matching force or matching mm-hmm. fire yeah and i think if you start the fight then <laughs> you already defend yourself no if you start the fight and then you end it by killing somebody that needs to be uh, examined oh yeah Do you oh, understand yeah yeah, 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 yeah in yeah. this case the, yeah. the man started the fight yeah absolutely yeah all right let's go ahead and move on to what's wrong with them what's wrong with what's wrong with them is i don't know if you guys I, they did not give the, these people a name yet but there was a big fight in the mcdonald's did y'all see that I don't know what McDonald's is under clothes right now, but <laughs> th- what happened was there was an, a, a customer that came in. Apparently, she took a water cup and was taking soda. So I'm guilty of this. All right. So apparently what happened was she got called out by the employee and it turned into an altercation mm-hmm. and she they ended up. Get, getting into some blows, Shut and this up. is a and the person that worked at the McDonald's. She was a heavy set woman, and she actually the little girl who stole. Uh, who stole 
tossed a milkshake or something at her. Why? And big girl came around that corner and Molly whopped her ass. <laughs> it mopped her good. And, and not only that, she had a coworker, uh, like a manager, come out and she was trying to break up the fight, but the little girl started to pick a fight with her and then she started Molly whopping her oh, ass. So my, my whole ass. thing is just, guys, if you go pick a fight, make sure you can fight and don't be arguing over nothing or just because you got embarrassed, you got caught stealing something. So <laughs> she deserved that ass with <laughs> So listen, go to TMZ, click on the McDonald's uh, altercation, and it is funny. It's probably on YouTube by now, but you have to see this. This girl got her ass whooped, but the person that was videotaping, she she the one told that it was because she was stealing soda. Oh, wow. I actually don't know if it was a little girl. I mean, I saw the video because the girl's titty was out and everything. And she was getting beat down. I think it was like a younger, it was a younger woman for she sure. She was tiny though. She was she petite. Was tiny. She was tiny. She was petite. Yeah, she and, could not and the other girl was like six, she had to be like six foot four. Oh my God. Man, she was a oh big girl. Really? I was like, why are you talking shit to this woman that's 10 times bigger than you? If you're going to talk shit, Napoleon talk shit and complex. run. It was like Kermit the Frog fighting Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty bad. But y'all already know, if you go to McDonald's, you got to expect it's going to be bad service We've no matter what. We've seen enough World Star videos to know that McDonald's fighters, the McDonald's employees can fight. So don't try it. <laughs> don't try it. All right, so let's go ahead and move into what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish today, Jay? So do you, do y'all love cleaning your place? No. No, I hate Everybody it. loves it. You hate it? You I hate love it. a clean place, yes. but I hate cleaning. Right? Yes. I had this dilemma with myself yesterday. Yes. So, I just recently found out this week that Amazon has a cleaning service. So, uh, basically what you do. Are you bougie? I am bougie. It's okay. Light-skinned bougie. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't like cleaning your place, I, don't, I actually don't mind cleaning, but... I like to have a little deep clean in my place. You know, I got yeah, a little. That's always I, nice. I got a cat, you know, whatnot. So for it gets in places you don't really expect to clean. You have a cat. I do. Luca. Luca is a great cat. Oh, Chubby little I have something. a. I have a theory about men and cats. Oh, so that's for another show. What's the theory? No. Okay. Teach them how to lick. Wow. I don't have that problem, but <laughs> but um. So yeah, Amazon housekeeping service is if you if you go to Amazon, type it in. You can, it ranges from $75 for two hours to like 140 for. That's a lot. Well, it just I don't depends. Think so. I don't think so. I think that's about average. And then 140 for. Or find somebody to die? No, it's not that much. 140 for five hours, and they do deep, deep cleaning. Well, everyone I know have used it, loved it. So anyway, I used it and I loved it. So they did, I actually paid for three hours and they did five hours. So I'm okay with it. It was really good. They did. They got. They clean. They mop. They vacuum. They did the fridge. They did the stove. They did pretty much everything. So if you don't like cleaning, and you want, you trust Amazon, then you should go do Amazon housekeeping cleaning. Thank you it's so been really much. Good. This is so, so timely. I think Amazon is actually taking over the world. It's oh, they are. The, That's the their goal. It's Amazon and Google, and it's just like who's going to take over quicker. Mm. And Amazon's currently winning. Does Trump have his hands in it? No. What's yes. your ish today, Tony? My ish is a UE Boom speaker. I love it. I brought Uwe it with right it here. It looks like an Echo this Plus. Is, it does look like an Echo Plus, but this is the UE Boom speaker. I had, I've had this thing for two years, but this is my go to thing when I come home. Um, I listen to a lot of things. I listen to our podcast on this. It's great in the shower because it's uh, water resistant. Yeah. I'm not, not waterproof, people. Okay. Okay, so it's water resistant and it has a nice stereo sound. And I actually want to test it out for it's you guys. It's awesome. I love it. And so I'm not even turning it up loud, but it's, it's pretty Take cool. A look. Hey. 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 Come, Come on. on. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm light skinned, but I'm still a dog. Pop it, pop it, pop it, twerk it, pop it. It do sound good though. It sound pretty good. So I mean, it's, it's definitely good for your homes and your barbecues. You know what else is cool about it? What is that? I have one. You're going to talk about the dual action. Yes, you? yes, I am. You can have <laughs> dual action. So when other people have a UB boom, if I brought my boom, I can connect to his boom and we create a bigger sound. Right. So if you uh, all had a like boom. surround sounds, pretty cool. Yes, it's surround sound. So if all of us had a boom, we could put four, one in each corner and then have That's a party. That's pretty dope. That's yeah. actually really dope. Yeah, so I, I love my UB boom. I've been loving it for years. Um, like Bridget said, you can't pair them up. So you guys, you know, two or three around. It just had that surround sound for pool parties and all that. They do have a new version where you can actually throw it in the pool. Mm, you can throw it in the pool and it still nice. plays. It'll float up and the speaker be out. So that's pretty cool. That's so I awesome. want to get that one probably Yeah, it's too. great for the beach because right. you, sand just comes off right. of it. Water just comes off of it. Yeah, it's awesome. So Bridget, yeah, what's your what's ish? Up. Oh my gosh. That, that, I was trying to think while y'all were talking. Come back to me. I need to hear your ish. All right, my ish right now, which y'all actually just discovered, they were a little too timely though, <laughs> is Instacart. So You get a bad review, Instacart, for that. No. no <laughs> Uh, I love Instacart, especially on Sunday, especially when it's raining outside and you just want to be inside. Like, I get these moods where I just don't want to leave my apartment. And Instacart is amazing because they deliver my groceries, and my grocery bill has actually been reduced. Can I get that on Groupon? No, you cannot. <laughs> but my, my grocery bill has been reduced because I don't do the splurge buying. Like, I'll see something. On, like I get, I I'm going to hire stuff. somebody on Craigslist to shop for me. You should. You should. We'll see what, what you get. Crackhead Jane. You get a half eaten sandwich bag. But Instacart is my ish. I love it. I y'all, love I hate y'all. I hate both of y'all so much right now. She said a half eaten what? Sandwich? Sandwich. Anybody want this cheeseburger? Oh, no. Give me $2. <laughs> Bridget, your ish can be anything. It could be a hair product. I it got it. Be, okay. All right, I so got it. I, I got it. So my ish, there's two things, and they're both food-related because I love food. Mm, yeah. So the first one is this taco seasoning from Whole Foods, and it's Whole Foods brand taco seasoning. I don't know what is in it. How much it costs? $20? No, $3. It's oh, like 3 bad. bucks. And uh, my peach. other ish, so this is for those of us who love to, who who loves to eat cookie dough? Any of y'all love cookie dough? I do. Yes. So no. this is a non-pond body hey. version of cookie dough. So it's not really fattening. So it has almond flour. Oh, yes. And coconut oil. Oh, yes. And chocolate chips. Oh, wow. And a little bit of vanilla extract and a little bit of maple syrup. Oh. Mix it together in oh. a little cup. Oh, my goodness. My stomach just got hard. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's pond body time. That's pond body talk. Kind of ass. I'm going to slide over to the left on that one. <laughs> yeah, let's just go ahead and I'm move slide on to the left. after that one. I love food, too. Let's yes. go into an advice that's, piece. That's a good dish, Bridget. I like it that. It is so I'm good. Not a, I'm not a cookie do person, but yeah, that's good. And you could bake it if you wanted the cookie. Oh, I want the cookie. Oh, okay. Lord. I was waiting for it. This is like the nasty it. corner. I was waiting for it. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and do our advice piece. Jay, you going to read it out for us? I am going to read it for you. All right. Um... Me and my boyfriend, not me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody catches this at the wrong time. Okay. Yeah, have been seeing each other for about five months. He's my first proper boyfriend in, in bed than any other flings I've had in the past. Always gives head, always trying new things, and always very concerned over whether I'm having a good time. Very lovely. However, I've never come with him. About two months in, seeing how concerned he was over whether 
I was enjoying sex, which I was and still am, I just decided to fake it. Probably a bit too much. As I now fake two or three orgasms every time. Damn! I've never come with another guy before, but generally place that down to the lack of technical skill, lack of intimacy, and investment on my part. I just sort of assumed that I would eventually... Anyway, I got two questions. One, why can I only come with a vibrator? I tried masturbating, but I bought a vibrator and really just didn't get anything from it at all. Fingers don't really do anything for me. It's enjoyable, but definitely nowhere near enough for me to make it to the end. Should I tell him all of this? I genuinely think he would be shattered if I told him I've been faking this, these orgasms the entire time. I don't know what to do. So, she has two problems. One, she can't come, and she wants to know why. Oh, sorry. Orgasm. I'll be completely correct. <laughs> she, can't, she can't have an orgasm. And she's been faking it, and she wants to know, should she tell him? What do y'all think? I want to get a women's view on this one. I actually have dated two women who have not been able to have um, an orgasm Mm -hmm. by the guys that they've dated. And in both cases, it was mentally something wrong going on with them. Um, They didn't want to give up control. It was like a control issue. They didn't want someone to make them feel that way. Mm. So they wanted to be able to do it themselves. And in another case, she had been, um, I would say, abused. At a younger age. So as a man, it was very frustrating because if you're with a partner who loves you and wants you to enjoy sex as much as you do, you want to make sure they have an orgasm. So it can be frustrating from a man perspective that your woman, that you're not pleasing your woman, right? And so I think that she should definitely um, tell him because there are ways to work on it. And especially if he's okay with bringing toys into the bedroom, right? That's something that you can do. And I also think that she just needs to figure out what's going on mentally with her for me. Yeah, I agree. I, I, the, the thing that I feel that women need to understand that many don't is that an orgasm is completely up to you, the woman. There is no amount of a, another partner making you. And so I think the level of comfort that a woman has with her own sexuality and her own body allows her the freedom to your point jay around someone that has mental blocks or has perhaps been abused in the past there's certain things that can psychologically prohibit you from letting yourself go because there is a sense of freedom sexually that you have to have in order to achieve that space i also feel like if that relationship is important to her that she should be able to be open with him and that in that openness she is putting herself closer to being able to experience the freedom of an orgasm Mm -hmm. because I feel like her keeping the secret is furthering her issue and furthering the block because she's walking into it with the block mentally of faking something. So, yeah. Tony, toe to the knee. Um, I kind of get it, but I'm going to actually go with, uh, there's no sexually chemistry there. There, there's a difference. Um, I've, I've, I've telling a little bit of my, my past. Um, (laughs) I've been with people that told me in the beginning that they cannot come from a penis, but it always came to a chemistry during the action. Then they actually would. Um, so that could be an issue as well. Like she's saying she's enjoying sex. So that's telling me he's probably good in length. That's what she's probably enjoying. But I'm, I'm just being real. I'm being real. Keep it real. What if it's so she's girl? probably just good in length, but there's probably no chemistry there. Like some people can hug some people and then they have a, have a damn orgasm and a little bit of touching and all that. So that could be a, a huge issue as well. So don't get caught up into the other stuff. But I think Ooh. chemistry is is a, is a huge thing. 
I think I think she has to tell him. I think communication is the most important thing, and you just have to talk it talk it through. I mean, there's it's, if she can't, that's fine too. They can figure out inventive ways for her to get there, you know, using other things. But she has at least has to have the conversation. She can't keep faking it because that's just yeah, the faking is definitely. He's gonna be upset a little bit that she's been faking it, but. If he really cares for you and really loves you, then he's gonna get past that because his main clearly his main goal is making sure that you have an orgasm. So by you telling him that you've been faking it, he's gonna be bothered, but he's gonna say, Okay, what's the solution? Like what can I do? Because I know for personally, that's what situation I was in. I was like, she told me she you know, I've never been able to have an orgasm by a man. And as a man, you're like, Oh shit, watch yeah. this. I'm gonna put my work in, I'm gonna make you have the <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> and, then you, red bull. and you get that work in, you're like, Did you come? She's like, No. You know what I mean? So he said, Okay, what can I do? So we end up going to the sex the toy store, adult store and buying toys and trying different things. And she was able to have an orgasm that way. But still she she had a mental block that she had to work on girl number one. Later on, the second person, she was able to actually overcome that. But I do think to Tony's point, that was a combination of chemistry and also being able to let go, mm -hmm. right? So you know what? I'm going to trust this person with this most vulnerable state in her mind of yeah. of that moment, you know? And so definitely tell them and definitely be open. And sex is so important in relationships. Right. So if you don't have a good chemistry there and you're not able to talk about it, you're going to have issues. All right. If you guys have advice, questions, or you want to go ahead and tell us what your issue is, or you just want to slide in our DMs and talk with us, we love that. Hit us up at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com, altinoshade on Facebook, altinoshadepodcast on Instagram, 646-481-2368 is our phone number. You can text us or you can leave us a voicemail. That's 646-481-2368. And how can they get in contact with you, Bridget? Of all my socials that I gave earlier, so BridgetTheGoCoach.com is my website. So you can message me there or follow me on Instagram, BridgetTheGoCoach, Facebook, BridgetTheGoCoach. All right. Bridget, I'm glad you joined us. Thank you yes, so much. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. All right. Anything else, guys? I don't think I have anything. All right. With that, I'm going to go ahead and call this session done. Yeah. Holla. Holla.